Welcome, everyone, to the Carry On Cast. This is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to hear pastors talk about the Bible, in particular, scripture texts that are coming up this week. Hi, I'm Pastor Megan Torgerson, and I am here with... Pastor Eric Sevig. Pastor Eric, how are things going? Very well. You've been here for a minute. One whole week. <laughs> Remember, folks, that we record this ahead, so if you're doing the math, you're like, wait, I've, I've heard him preach and stuff. He's been around for longer than a week. Because we record these in advance. Yes. He's, he's barely been around for a week. But he's still here. I'm here. I'm loving it. Aww. Yeah. I'm kind of uh, swimming in details, but uh, it's all good stuff. Good. Good. So, folks, this is your reminder to introduce yourself to Pastor Eric, to use your name when you introduce yourself to Pastor Eric, and possibly to use your name multiple times. Yeah. Don't be surprised if I introduce myself a couple Several times, right. maybe. Yeah. yeah, and you go, I've already met him. Yeah, please remember, there's like 3,000 of you. That's not an exaggeration. There really is. So, uh, yeah, you know, help him help him learn your name. Uh, he is currently wearing his name tag. So we have a, a we have a cheat, right, because he's got his name tag on. So uh, unless you intend to wear a name tag all the time, friends, uh, you got to keep introducing yourself. So thanks for doing that. We are talking about the Gospel of Matthew. We have been in Matthew now since, oh, wow, like December. And we're going to stay here until uh, Easter. And in particular, the texts that we are in now are in the, in the latter half of the book of Matthew. We are working our way towards the story of Holy Week. So things are getting um, whew, complicated. Mm-hmm. Um Pastor Eric, you you you'd mentioned a little bit that you know you kind of went, oh, this is a this is a heavy one. Um, right. And we're about to read it, but what what are some of the things that you think make this text kind of heavy? Well, yeah, I guess uh, you know I'm always asking, trying to remember to look where's the law in the gospel, and mm-hmm. you know at at the beginning of this reading again, it's 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 well, it's Jesus talking about others applying the law. On people's lives and so just talk about how the law requires all these things and it's never done Um, and I guess I hear in this reading Jesus saying uh, you know that the religious leaders are using the law to kind of leverage themselves above others and that feels uh well, first of all, that feels heavy because that's a that's a heavy way to live. And secondly, uh, as Pastor Eric and I were talking before we hit record, um, it feels heavy for us even as as people who are religious leaders, knowing mm-hmm. that uh, it doesn't take much of a change in language for us to be pretty directly accused in this. Uh, so, folks, as, as we're about to hear this story, um, when you hear things like scribes and Pharisees and rabbis, Instead of uh, thinking of it as an accusation of one religious tradition, I want you to replace those words with things like pastor and preacher and bishop um, because that's what's going on here. It's about about religious authority, uh, not about one particular religion. Yeah, Jesus is not not happy about uh, haughty religious... uh, religious people in, in this reading today. So if so that should be a warning to all of us uh, who listen to religious podcasts, for example. 
on a routine basis. We love you guys. Yay! Yeah. It's there is some humility that that yes. needs to be applied in this text. Is this reminder that um, this isn't about someone else. Uh, this is about you. Right. Uh, Amen. Ooh, and you that, nailed it. Dang. And that is what the law does. Yes. Is it, it cuts you to your heart and says, oh, no, no, no. Uh, this is pointing out what, what you are messing up. So if your instinct, friends, as you hear what Pastor Eric is about to read, is to say, yes. oh, this is about someone else. This is about something mm-hmm. else. This isn't about us. Um, just just gently redirect that and say, wait a minute, what if this is about me? What if this is not just about my pastors or just about religious leaders from 2000 years ago? Um, What if this is about me here now today? Oh boy, get ready to feel (laughs) accused. (laughs) But we Um, have good news too. I promise. We will get to the gospel. It's coming. Uh, All right. Hey, Pastor Eric, would you read for us from Matthew chapter 23? And reading verses 1 through 12, she says questioning of what should have been a statement. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you. It would be my pleasure. Thanks. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Therefore, do whatever they teach you and follow it. But do not do as they do, for they do not practice what they teach. They tie up heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on the shoulders of others, but they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to do more. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. They love to have the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogues, and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces, and to have people call them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, For you have one teacher, and you are all students. And call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. Here ends the reading. Whew! Whew! Okay, uh, so yeah, it's where, literally heavy. Where are we? Where are we going with this one? Um, so remember the context, right? This is Jesus continuing to teach, right? And so he's teaching, um, as it says right there in verse one, to the crowds and to his disciples. So this is to a larger group. Um, it is to you know kind of a motley crew a bit. Um, Jesus has been doing all sorts of teaching. In fact, just a little bit ago, he reminded people that the the greatest commandment was to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. So there's lots of setup about, you know, how do we really love God? How do we really love each other? Um, and so Jesus launches into this. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about, you know, how this feels like law. Pastor Eric, mm-hmm. can you remind us a little bit? about what the law does to us, uh, mm-hmm. how we might feel it in the text, uh, and kind of maybe, maybe how, how it's working on us in this one. Yeah, the, the uh, well, the, the law says, well, there's a great quote, again, from our friend Martin Luther. <gasps> oh, Marty, hey! Yeah, in the Heidelberg Disputation, he, this is a famous quote. He says, the law says, do this, and it is never done. Grace or the gospel says, believe this and everything is done already. So Mm. the law says, do more, do more, try harder, 
but it never delivers the gospel that Christ has already done this for you. So the law is a, is good. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a gift from God, but it basically it convicts us because yeah. we realize what we can't do it. Right. So we're, we're never going to get it all done. Yeah, and the and the law, while it has purpose, uh, it, you know, it, it orders society. It reminds us of our needs for God's grace. Uh, the law ain't never going to save us because you are never going to get it. Right. Right. Um, and so in this text, Jesus is kind of reminding those who teach the law, yeah. um, there are some limits to what they can do for you, right? They can, they you know, the, they sit on Moses' seat, therefore do whatever they teach you and follow. Right. Jesus isn't saying, don't listen. Yeah, 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 there's a point to the law. Yeah. And the people who teach the law, there's goodness there. There's yeah. importance there. Uh, but uh, as he continues, do not do as they do, for they do yeah. not practice what they teach. Right. So there's this reminder that for humans, there is always this distance between our ability to understand what we should do, what God wants of us, and our, and our ability to actually live it out. Um, mm-hmm. And again, remember how we just said a minute ago, uh, hey, replace pastor, bishop, preacher, teacher yeah. with things like you right. know, rabbi, scribe. The, the, the same warning is here. There is no one. Uh, Pastor Eric, I haven't known you for long, but in the time that I've known you, you've been truly great. So hear this right. Wow. Uh, hear, yeah. Hey, hear this correctly. Uh, Pastor Eric, you ain't perfect. No. And you don't know everything. <laughs> nope. And you are not going to single-handedly, like cause someone to live a perfect and true right. and morally upright life. Unless you think I am being unfair, friends, the same Just to ask my me. family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric's family, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, where I was going with that is the same is true for me. The same is true for me. Like, I might be a pastor, but that, that doesn't mean yeah. that I am perfect, that I do things perfectly, and woe be unto me if I try to pretend otherwise, right? right? So there's there's a real word of warning and caution for religious leaders, mm-hmm. but there is for, for we who are regular old folks too, because it reminds us who yeah. are you listening to exactly. and why. You are not disciples of the pastors at your church. You are disciples of Jesus Christ, Amen. the Son of God. Amen. And even like as you go into verse 9, right? Call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. This this isn't, I would argue, saying disown your parents. This is saying be really careful who you pledge that level of fealty to, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to call someone you know, father, like that very familial, mm-hmm. very close, very um, even, you know, semi-patriarchal in the best way, right? Someone who is male who is in charge of you. Um, if you're going to use that title, oh, be really careful. Yeah. Um, I would argue, for instance, as many things are, that there's a little bit of a first commandment thing oh, at, right. at issue, Always. right? Like, right? Who, mm-hmm. to whom are you giving the responsibility of being God? Yep. Uh, just God. That's yes. the, that's God's job. Right. And it, it, you're reminding me of where Jesus also says that, or does it say it here? The first, No, it's all who exalt themselves will be humble. But I'm reminded of Sunday where we heard Jesus teach the last, or the first will be last, the last will be first. So anytime right. you think you're the first, like right. for us as, it's a good reminder for pastors right. that we're actually last yeah. the, the, in the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. 
there's I remember it's a different ordering friends folks don't uh, folks who preach don't always remember their sermons particularly well so uh, I, I don't often recall what I've preached from week to week but once ser- Eric Pastor Eric yes, is nodding I'm so nodding. okay just so you know <laughs> confirmation but one sermon of mine that I do remember is when I preached on the parable of the sheep and the goats mm-hmm. and I remember telling that congregation at that time you know the thing that always comes out of the sheep and the goats is well am I a sheep or am I a goat am I a sheep or am I a goat and one of the ways that I told people to think about it is if you're inclined to think you're a sheep you better be prepared to consider that you're a goat and if you are inclined to think of yourself as a goat (laughs) you better be prepared to to think of yourself as as a sheep Uh, because there is this this yeah. turnaround, right? And so th- that's right. This lesson ends the both with and. yeah, the both <laughs> and all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. So this reminder to, ooh, really, mm-hmm. um, as the kids say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's a thing that <laughs> I kids love say, right? <laughs> I I saw a really good quote along these lines um, just a, a while ago. It said from a from some famous person, I, an anonymous <laughs> famous person. Many people want to be pious, but few are prepared to be humble. Mm. I thought that was really a good reminder with this reading today. Right, especially if people want to be pious. I think especially because much as Jesus is warning against in this passage, there's this implication that people will see my piety. Exactly. And they will know what a good person I am, right? Like they yes. will know how moral and upstanding I am. And folks, like I want you to live good, moral, upright lives and also, A, no, that's not going to save you. B, don't be doing it just so people think you're fancy and special, yeah. right? The, the work of it, humility is tough. It's, it should be more like surprising when you catch yourself doing a you know, good work and <laughs> yeah. being humble and being a servant. And you're like, oh, wow, the Holy Spirit is working in me. And, and then, you know, you just happen to catch a glimpse of it. That's You can recognize the work of the Spirit when it's there. I like that. I think we are so prone to say when we've done something right, when we've when we've lived in in piety and uprightness and in accordance with God's law, we're, we're so like to say, aren't I so good? Like, yes. look at this great thing I just did. But Pastor Eric, you just gave me different language for that to say, look at what the Spirit is doing Amen. in me today. Yes. Um, oh, that'll preach, man. Um, hey, speaking of preaching, part of what we're doing in this sermon series right now is talking about life at Easter and how mm-hmm. we really do carry on the work of Jesus Christ here and now. And believe it or not, Pastor Eric, this particular week we're talking about learning. Um, whoo, boy. Oh, yeah. You know all about learning at Easter by now, oh, don't you? Oh, boy. Yes. Ex- that's, <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I am learning more stuff every day than I knew possible. It's humbling. Look at you. Well played, sir. Um, Yeah, I mean, part of what we're talking about is the importance of learning in a life of faith. And what I love about this passage is it's it doesn't disagree. Right. It is important for you to learn. Do what they teach you and follow it. You have one father. Listen mm-hmm. to your father. It's not saying, you know, cover your eyes, shut your ears, exist in a in a right. realm of complete just obliviousness. Exactly. Yeah, it's saying you must learn. Get you out have there. To get out yeah. there and learn. Mm-hmm. And and yes, learn um, in a Bible study. Yes, learn in a topical class, but also learn in the way that you serve your neighbor, learn in the way that you encounter God in worship, learn in the way that you, that you yourself are teaching other people. You know, like I think about our, our small group leaders and our jam teachers, you are mm-hmm. learning 
even as you are teaching. So to be able to claim that, um, I think the posture of a learner is inherently one that is humble. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about how I went to the Treehouse Tree What event last week and met some of our Easter volunteers and and leaders um, who have maybe even been volunteering there for a while, but I the message was that they they learn so much from the kids that they're working with. Yeah. and that, About that, their faith. Right, about, right. You know, just. And that doesn't happen unless you, I think, continually take the position of being a learner, that you have not reached perfection, that you have not reached yeah. completion, that, that God is always doing something new, that there is always something more. Uh, and and to, to pay attention, to listen to that. Yeah. And to trust that we have a promise that that Christ does all this for you. It's been done for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You do belong to the kingdom of heaven. You mm-hmm. are a child of God. And um, that it is happening. Just put yourself out yeah. there and trust God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I love about a focus on learning here at Easter is it kind of gives you the freedom to do that, right? To say... That I'm not learning because this is the way that I get saved, right? If yes. I finally understand the Bible enough, uh, I I will be in right with God. This is not that's not what's at stake, friends. Exactly. Uh, you're you're in right with God. Uh, yep. God has called and claimed you. You are a beloved child of God. That's not what's at question. Um, what's at question is just your own ability as a as a disciple to continue to learn and grow and, and mm-hmm. recognize God's action around you to keep deepening in that faith. And as you're saying that, I'm looking at that last line, and I'm and Ooh. you know the the greatest among you will be your servant. Or what? that's verse eleven. Yep. Verse eleven. Yep. The greatest among you will be your servant, and so really we're learning from Jesus too yeah. here that the way to be great in His kingdom is to humble yourself to. So just put yourself out there and you are the body of Christ. So just, you know, know that that's happening. Yeah. doesn't have to look great. No, yeah. <laughs> and it might not. Yeah. Like it might look a mess. Most likely not. Yeah, especially when you, when you agree that you are a learner, I think you're also agreeing that it probably isn't going to look great. You're yeah. not, you're not uh, at perfection and therefore it won't be perfect. Yeah. I think uh, when I think about folks who say, oh, you know, I don't want to take a class or I don't want to join that group. One of the things I often hear is, well, I don't feel like I know enough mm-hmm. to be any good in that class or something like I don't know enough. And so I feel like I'm just going to get embarrassed. Yes. Uh, somebody else knows so much more than me. And, and you know, I just I don't want to you know get mm-hmm. in the way of that. Friends, I hear that a lot. Pastor Eric is nodding yes. his head as if to say. He also hears yes. that line, right? I want to say push through that. Yeah. That's a good sign that you're. it's a growing edge. Right. Go it's, for it. It's a meaningful challenge. So it's And this is kind of what Jesus is speaking to. Like he's not saying, oh, look at those you know, perfect rabbis and scribes who are doing things perfectly. Just do everything like they do. It, no, Jesus is saying even rabbis and scribes have something to learn. They mm-hmm. still have places to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Get out there. Be a part of something. Try something out. Be okay with failing and feeling like you don't know what's going on. That's that's okay. That mm-hmm. is a place of growth. That is a, a, a meaningful challenge. And that is where your faith deepens, I yeah. think, is where you offer that that challenge in your life. And you can listen for the call, too. Maybe maybe yeah. when something keeps coming before you and, and it, you know, you're interested when you hear about jam and you keep thinking, you know, 
more about it. You, it something about it is intriguing you. Yeah. Perhaps that's the Holy Spirit calling you. Yeah. Is that a place where you could learn more? Yeah. 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 So, so lean into that, friends. Um, don't be afraid to, to, to look silly or um, that you don't know enough. The sooner we admit to ourselves and to each other that we... We don't and may never know enough. Uh, mm-hmm. The sooner we can kind of get over ourselves mm-hmm. and, and be willing to, <laughs> to just learn and experience God in, in some new and exciting uh, and maybe even surprising ways. Um, so, okay, so we're talking about learning. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about Matthew. Um, the one thing that, uh, maybe this isn't the best ending point, but the one thing I do really want to point out is that passages like this, have been um, frequently misused uh, to promote anti-Semitism, right? Almost any time you find a big biblical passage where Jesus says, the rabbis get it wrong, or the scribes aren't doing it right, or the Pharisees are, are failing morally, um, there are those who will always take that and say, well, look, see, even Jesus agrees. You know, that's, we, you know, we, we shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't approve of Judaism. No, 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 no. That's, oh, that's, okay, that's anti-Semitism, friends. And um, be real careful about that road. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just appropriate to name that as we look at a text yeah. like this. Yeah, um, I saw it in the news this morning. It's, it's ha- you know, it's a real uh, out phenomenon in our culture, country right now. And yeah. so it's good to to bring that up. Right. And so I think it's, it's not just about us kind of, you know, gently dancing around the edges of not talking about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's us naming, no, 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 this isn't what Jesus is talking about. Right. If anything, Jesus is talking more about us than mm-hmm. our, our, our Jewish brothers and sisters, right? In fact, I even was reading in a commentary reminding that Jesus wore the uh, fringes that he's talking about in here. As yep. he's, it's not about the, the religious, Jewish religious practices. Jesus was a religious Jew. He was a rabbi. That's not what this is about. It's about the human tendency to be comforted by law. We love the law until it's applied to us. We love, we love holding it over others. <laughs> oh, we love the law uh, until uh, it applies to us. Friends, that is a note on which to end. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. To there's, a, there's your line of challenge uh, to go out into your week. Um, hey, folks, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for joining us every week. It's always so good to be here with you uh, on the Carry On cast here at Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry, carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.